This morning, I wanted to come with me to the book of 1 John. 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4. We're going to read from the apostle of love. 1 John chapter 4. And let me take it from the verse 7, please. 7. 1 John 4. It reads, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. Everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not, he that loveth not, he that loveth not, sorry, I can't hear you. He that loveth not, for God is love. Let's take it again. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth for God is love. There's a very interesting progression. Can we have the verse 7 and 8 together? Is it possible? If it's not, never you mind. But there is an interesting pro progression in this text. It says, let us, it says, let us love for love is of God, and everyone that loveth first is born of God, right? And what? Knoweth God. But when it comes to the verse 8, he says, and he that loveth not. So the natural progression of the writer should have been what? Is not born of God and knoweth not God. But he jumps straight to knoweth not God. You have never known him if you do not. If you, don't know, if you have no love, you don't know God. He, just he doesn't want to go for the progression to say you, you, you are not born of God. And so, no, if you, have, if you don't have love, if you can't love, you do not know God. Full stop. Hello? Hello? Right. So the, the thing that, let's look at the verse 16, please. Verse, verse 16, of the, of the same chapter, verse 16. The 16th verse, he says, And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Hallelujah. Amen. And he that does what? And he that dwelleth in love dwells in God and God in him. So if you dwell in love, if love is your home, love is where you sit, love is where you eat, love is where you do everything that you do, you dwell in God. And God does where? Do you get the mathematics? If you dwell in love, 
God dwells, you, 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 you dwell in God, and God dwells in you. And the, but, and the main thing he's saying here is, is what? God is love. If you love, why don't you dwell in, why don't you dwell in God? If you love, it means you dwell in God. And why is that? Because God is love. God is love. Oh, tell your neighbor, God is love. Again. Praise God. God is love. You see, everyone, everybody wants to be loved. Everyone, everybody wants to be loved by God. And the Bible tells us that God is love. As you read in 1 John 4, verse 8 and verse 16. Now, these are the only two places in Scripture you will find these words. God is love. Right. However, as, as much as everybody wants to be loved by God, and God is love, it has come to my notice and my attention that some people do not want to be told to love. They want to be loved. They crave for God's love. Actually, they crave for everybody's love. How many of us here don't want to be loved? You don't want to be loved. You don't want people to love you. You don't want God. You don't want your children. You don't want your spouse. You don't want to be loved. But when we sit, when we turn it around and we say, now you love, ooh, it becomes a problem. And because of that, some people do not like to hear sermons or preaching on love. Because as far as they, they are concerned, that instruction or command to love makes them appear weak and fragile. Because as far as they are concerned, love makes you weak. Love makes you vulnerable. Love puts you in a position that others just ride over you. So they don't want to be told or instructed or commanded to love. But you see, nothing could be farther from the truth. This idea of love making you weak is not true. It's false. Hello? Because if God is love, and God is the one who made this universe. Then this love we are talking about this morning is not weak. This love is strong. The love we are talking about this morning is intelligent. The love we are talking about is industrious. It's wise. The love we are talking about this morning is self-controlled and disciplined. 
Hallelujah. This love is organized. It's very, very organized. This love is principled. His ways are principled. This love cannot, and I repeat, this love cannot be manipulated. So whatever ideas we've got about love, this love we are talking about cannot and would not be manipulated. This love is industrious and it is evaluative. You see, love does not mean that you don't question anything. Because that's the idea of some people. Whoa, love, huh? So become like a milk, become like a milk toast. The love we are talking about is evaluative. Check Genesis. Everything he did, he looked over it, and what did he say? It was good. Hallelujah. Praise God. This love is not blind. Hello? This love is not blind. Most people say, well, love is blind. No, this love is not. This love actually sees the end from the beginning. This love is aware of whatever it is doing. This love is not weak. This, that means this love doesn't have clouded judgment. Its judgment is not clouded. You know, they often say, well, well, they were in love, so their judgment was clouded. No! This love doesn't have clouded judgment. It is very, very clear. It sees the end from the beginning. It knows every path is going to be taken. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. You see, the, love has emotions. Yes, it does. Love has emotions. But this love is not controlled by chemical imbalances. Hello? The love we are talking about this morning is not controlled by chemical imbalances. Oftentimes, when people talk about love, they're only talking about the chemical imbalances that's rising in their bodies. You see someone's eyelids, and then some chemical imbalances begin to happen in your body. Or you see the guy sex pack, and some things begin to not happen, some things begin to happen in your bodies. No! This is not the love we are talking about this morning. This love actually is the foundation of great cities and empires. It undergirds them. This love is the solution to fallen societies. That is, in other words, 
any society that is falling, that is crumbling down, if it discovers this love, it will begin to put itself together again and begin to rise up again and become a mighty empire or mighty nation again. If a nation is falling, it is because it doesn't know this love. If any home is falling, it's because it doesn't know this love. If any life is falling apart, it's because it doesn't know this love. God is love. And love is of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. You see, all this said, The love we are talking about is not what we often see or hear or read about in the newspapers. It's not. The reason most people or some people don't seem to understand God's love is that they they associate it with the other kinds of love that are around. Because when we say God is love, we are not talking about Eros, Phileo, or Sterigo. None of these. You see, Eros It's the lowest form of love. It's the lowest. It is based upon sensations in the body. It is the, you know, it is the thing that the man and the wife often feel for one another, you know. Yes, like I said earlier on, you see the lady's eyelashes and something is going through your body and, and you say, oh, I am in love. Or you see the lady walk past and you see the, the, the backside and some chemical imbalances. That, that is not love. But you see, yeah, but that is what it is. That is, that, that is what is out there, o -o obtainable out there. Eros. So Eros is based on sensations in the body. Hello? Hi. But that is not the kind of love we are talking about. Neither is it phileo. Some call it philia or phileo, yeah? That is love. That is, that is based on sensations in the soul. Sensations in the soul. So if arrows is for the sensations in the, in, the, in the body, then phileo is the sensations in the soul. And what is it? It is like this. I love you because... We have a common ground. Philo, philanthropic, I mean, philanthropic love, yeah? We have a common ground. Like, I love you because we have common taste. We all like coffee. We all like, um, we, all, we, all, we all believe certain things, so we, have, we are, so we love each other. That's Philo. We believe the same thing. 
Our culture is kind of like the, the, the same. We are in the same congregation, so yes, we love each other. You see, we, we have certain things in common. We believe in certain uh, polit political parties, so yes, we have something in common. So yeah, we love one another. And then we, got, then we have the sterigo, which is the love based on associations, like that between siblings. Or even if not siblings, uh, neighbors. You know, sometimes a person might not be your brother or, 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 or biological brother or, or sister, but you grew up with a person in the, in the same house. So, you know, that love that binds you together. Because you grew up in the, in the same house, you love that person. And you see, and that kind of love, that, that Sterego says, as long as you're my brother, you're my sister, right? As long as you are there for me when I need you. And you watch my back. But the day, the day you decide to not be there for me, I cut you off. Don't we have people born by the same parents that are no, that are no longer talking to each other? Yeah. Because he's a wicked brother. He's a wicked sister. When I needed her or him, he wasn't there. So you see, we are not talking about any of these love because all these three loves I have mentioned, they are all based upon conditions. And the moment the condition is no longer there, that love ceases. Hello? You see, let's walk through it. When it comes to Eros love, Eros, the love based on you know, physical attraction, as long as you remain size 12, since I saw you at that you know, dance floor, I love you. But if you increase in size, become size 16 or size 18, that love goes away. So you see, that's why the love is the weakest of them. Because definitely, that physical body shape will not remain. Even a six-pack will not remain. Let him get busy. Let him start eating late, late at night. Give him food, 11 p.m., 11 p.m., 11 p.m., all the time. It won't be long, six months time, the six packs will go. It will vanish. <laughs> and then you say, well, I can't love you anymore. It's gone. So you see, that love is based upon condition. That's what we come. That's what society can be built upon that life. Neither can you build your life upon that. It, it is not durable. And when it is broken, you get wounded. It is defeatable. That love is defeatable. It's not strong enough to stand. Phileo. The love based upon Commonality. We all drink coffee. The day you stop drinking coffee, I part with you. We are all in the same church. We believe the same thing. The day you believe something different, you're no longer my brother. I don't talk to you. 
We all believed that, you see, God lives in our mortal flesh. The day you say that, that's no longer true. You're no longer my friend. You're no longer my brother. Out of my way. I don't want to talk, talk to you. We all believe in the, in the same political party. The day you change politi political party, we are no longer together. So, so that love is also based upon condition. So we are only together because we have this thing in, in common. And the stereo go, you know, as long as you have my back, as long as you are there for me, we are in love. Oh, that's my brother. That's my big sister. Let this big sister or this brother misbehave. I cut you off. You're no longer. Even children today are disowning their parents. I asked him for to buy me a car when I was 16. Didn't buy it, so I'm angry with my mom, angry with my dad. As if that, that was part of the package. Then when you turn 16, we buy you a car. Or oh, oh, 18, sorry. Whatever. Hello. So all these loves are all these loves are based upon conditions and expectations. You see, as long as you remain this figure, as long as you see, and then sometimes a wife may hold a husband in some, in some high esteem. There's a thing we watched some years ago. This woman, the man always tried to let her know some mistakes she's made and he, he, has, he has made. Anytime the man wants to tell the lady what he done wrong, the lady will bring in some, oh, I know, 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 I know. And then he, she'll cover up because she, she, she doesn't want to hear anything that is bad about the man. And he always went about, my, my husband is, is he's an honest man, he's a good man. And the husband has tried several times until one day. One day, the man's hand was in the cuffs. And the truth was told. And she went historical. I didn't say hysterical, historical. You know when wives go historical? Not hysterical, historical. Ten years ago, five years ago, ranted and ranted and ranted. And the man said, I tried, keep quiet. I tried many times to tell you things I'm doing, but you won't listen. You put me on a pedestal. You won't allow me to be who I am. I was trying to let you know who I am, but you wouldn't listen. And now you've got a, a shock and you can't handle it. It's not my fault, it's your own fault. <laughs> and that thing went on. But the man was taken away and the woman was shattered and broken. So you see the weakness of these loves. So when God is revealing himself to us, saying that love is of God and God is love, he's telling us something. You see, the, the God kind of love we all know is called agape. And agape love is not based upon any condition. It is conditionless. There's no condition. Hello? There is no condition for God's love towards us. Agape love. That's what God is. God 
is love. You see, let's, let, me, let me say this. God does not have love. Hello? God doesn't have love. Or God doesn't even have the greatest love. Because he is love. He is love itself. And this love is not based upon any condition. So what is agape love? Agape love then is this. Love is this. Seeking the ultimate good of the other. But agape love is seeking the ultimate good of the other without explanation. That's agape love. Seeking the ultimate good of I seek the best for you without any explanation. The day your wife or husband can explain why they love you, you are in trouble. That means a condition has been attached to the love. I love you because of this. You are in trouble. God does not love us because of anything. The day God has a reason why he loves you, you are in trouble. Because you are a man and you will fail. So his love doesn't have any condition attached to it. Oh, God loves me because I did this wrong. God loves me because I come from this family. Wrong. God loves you because he loves you. Full stop. No explanation. The day you have a reason why God loves you, you yourself are in big trouble. The enemy will plague you with that. Most of us find it very difficult to accept the love of God and the devil keeps troubling our minds, messing up our minds and our, and our hearts and our lives all because we are, being, so we are, we are so conscious and aware of the love that is out there in the world. We try to put the same thing upon God. But God's love is conditionless. It doesn't have any condition where God loves us. There is no condition, no explanation. Why does God love you? Because my mom was a very prayerful man, and that's a reason. Wrong! Because we go to church every Sunday. Wrong! You see, let's put it this way. If love is based upon condition, then there is expectation. Yes. The, yeah? Then there is expectation. <laughs> and that's why most homes have troubles. When I say home, I'm talking about the marriage. Because that is the highest form of relationship I can use. Because there's nothing, there's no relationship that, com- that, that, that compares to that of marriage. Marriage is pure. Marriage is, is blessed of God. Marriage is of God. And when you are in one, you are blessed. Enjoy it. Hallelujah. Amen. It doesn't mean when you're not in one, you're not blessed. Hello. Because if you understand this, you live free. Right. So, this is it. I love you. And the reason why I love you is because... You cook wonderful dishes. 
So the month you're not able to cook those wonderful dishes, expectation has gone down. And the moment there is expectation, then comes division. Then comes division. Because when there is expectation, I wanted you to do some, something. And you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't do it. So I'm upset. I'm angry. And then for months, we're not talking. And for months, we are changing angry words. Because there's been division. And for some people, something simple like food can take them to the law court. Where they sign the papers. I take half of the property. You take half of the property. You take the girls. I take the boys. You take the... The, um, the, um, the, the Ford, um, yes. the Ford yes, Fiesta, and then I take the Ford Cougar. <laughs> you see, but Agape says there is no condition, so no expectation. I love you because I love you. Hallelujah. Is someone hearing me? Yes. I love you. So God says, I love you because I love you. See, so the love we are talking about here is not weak. The love we're talking about here is strong. Only God and his people can exercise it. Because it rests in the bosom of strong people. Yes. Weaklings cannot <coughs> exercise agape love. They can't. Weaklings, weak people can't do it. Because why? Because agape love is based on choice. Choice. You choose to love. It's built upon will. I choose to love you. That's what God says. I choose to love you. Why? No reason. I love you. Period. No condition. No expectation. That's the reason why you mess up and God still loves you. Because there's no condition. There's no Expectations. <laughs> now you see why, with all your naughtiness, God still favors you. Because if His love was based upon condition and expectation, most of us would have been out of the game. And the enemy, unfortunately, comes plaguing our minds. You did this wrong. So God has not stopped loving you. That is wrong. No! Tell him, get behind me. My God's love for me is unconditional. Based upon no expectation. Hallelujah. Amen. God's love is a choice. He chooses to love. And he wills to love. It's a law. Hello. Love is a law. Praise God. 
Hallelujah. Amen. You see, in Romans 13 verse 8, God puts it this way. God pre presents his, his love as a debt, a debt that we owe. He says, oh, no man, nothing. Romans 13 verse 8. Oh, no man, nothing. Except to what? Love. Oh, no man, nothing but love. So if he's commanding, oh, no man, nothing. Does he owe anybody? Does, does, does anybody owe him any, anything? No. In Christ, oh, no man, nothing but love. So the love of God is like a debt you owe. You just give it out. Irrespective. You see why this love is, is undefeated? Hello? You see why this love is undefeated? Because yeah. in your own personal life, as you, as you love with a, with a God kind of love, there is no one that will be able to disappoint or break your heart because you are not expecting anything. Because we get broken when we are expecting something. I expect you to be this way. And when you change, I get I get disturbed, I get wounded, I get broken. And that's the reason why our world is full of the evils and the crimes. Because you're my friend, and I was expecting this from you. You didn't do it, and because of that, now I hate you, and I want to kill you. The injustice, the evil, the misery, the pain, is all because the world is, has perplexed. Has, has major on errors, fellow and sterical. But these loves are weak. They, are, they don't have the capacity to keep humans moving forward. It's rather will destroy. They are needed. They are needed. But they all have to be undergirded by Agape love. I'm not saying from here, don't have arrows towards your wife anymore. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that they, are no, they, they don't have the capacity to keep the marriage going. If you build the marriage upon arrows alone, today she is slim, size 10. Five years' time, she'll be size 20. And you will try to get her to do surgery. But you might kill her in the, in, the, in the surgery. He has six pack when you married him. And he used to come home and take off his shirt. And you're so proud about that. Even post with him and I put it on social media. And now you fed him at 10 p.m., 10 p.m., 10 p.m. Now he's got a pot belly. Even though he doesn't drink, he doesn't drink beer, but he's got a pot belly. And now you're telling him, uh, you are no longer lovely as you, as you used to be. It is your fault. You, gave, you kept feeding him 11 p.m., 11 p.m., and he's got pot belly. Stop cutting down. Let him eat early. And it will stop the pot belly. God have mercy. Hallelujah. See, so these forms of love are weak. They cannot handle, bear us. They cannot bear society. They cannot help us moving forward. If, and so, you see, the world has been propagating this kind of loves, and it hasn't helped. It's now time for the church 
Hallelujah. It's time for you and me now to rise up and present agape love and promote agape love. For this love is conditionless. It has no condition, express nothing. I just love you. I just love you. Some people caught him. So why do you love me? And then the ignorant, unwise partner, uh, I love you because you got long nails, and I love you because you got long hair. Long hair! Hair! Come and I'll tell you. Come and I'll show you. I'll give you an example. Come to me. Long hair, you're in trouble. You're basing a whole relationship upon long hair. You will be disappointed big time. Like the man who doesn't like plaits. Said it makes the wife look unreal. So she wants a natural long hair. Okay. When it goes short and the front starts going, and she cuts it short, what would you do? Let it not be based upon any of those things. Let it be agape. Have the arrows, have the failure, the phileo, have the seraphim, but let agape undergird it. Where you love because you love, because God loves us because he loves us. Not based upon any condition. Hallelujah. Is someone hearing me? God's love for you it's not based upon what you did or did not do. Are we getting that? Yes. It's called agape. The problem is, we often mix God's assignment for your life and God's love for your life and God's love for you. God's assignment for you has expectation, but his love has no expectation. So God expects you to do this task, to do this job. Expectation is there because you are, you are here to do something. But his love for you, there's no expectation. That is why we talk about the God of second chance. If his love and third chance and fourth chance, if his love was based upon condition and expectation, once you fail, that's it. But his love is not based upon condition. This is the God we serve. This is a king whose kingdom we're advancing. His love is not based upon condition. He loves because he loves. Hallelujah. He loves because he loves. No condition. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are we clear on the love of God? Yes. And this love of God is not based upon condition. And it doesn't expect you to do anything to earn it. Because it is conditionless. And you want to, right from the beginning of this year, you want to renew your mind concerning God's love for you. It is not based upon condition. What I did or didn't do. I'll stop here. Because if I start another, if I start another thing, I'll go on, on another journey. Let me stop here.
Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you glad you came this morning? Yes. Let's bring our feet, please. Hallelujah. And let's give the Lord a clap offering. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen and amen. We do not want to close without giving you watching us on YouTube the opportunity to be born again. You see, this love of God that we're talking about, God's love, which is not based upon any, any, any condition, God wants you to demonstrate it, show it in the world. But you cannot show it unless you are born again, you are his child. It takes a much stronger heart. A heart that doesn't know Jesus is not strong enough to handle this love. Because it is based upon no condition. You guys just love people for loving them. But the heart that is not, given, that is not born again wants to find a reason why they should be kind. They should be good. But this love needs no reason to love. It needs a strong heart and a strong mind to be able to do. So today, your, your, your first step is to be born again. You want to ask Jesus to come into your life and make you, give you his, his life, make you a brand new person. Talk to him right now so you can experience his love. God bless you.